Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Resurgence, Episode 3, Questions and Answers. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. With a successful test of their newest weapon, the four remaining Sith Lords arranged to coordinate their efforts. Meanwhile, held aboard the Malevolence, Teresa, Somas, and Kai undergo Sith questioning, all the while hoping that Aiden Weber can successfully make contact with their only hope, Admiral Karth Onassi of the Republic First Fleet. Several hours pass as the Sith prepare their ships for combat. Pilots scramble to the hangar, soldiers take key positions in the corridors, and medics are placed on standby. All the while, Lord Tihar has taken to his quarters, meditating on the upcoming action and his single ultimate goal, the eradication of the Republic and everything it stands for. His eyes blazing with a yellow glow as his hate grows, his mind focusing on the past and the decisions that had forged his path forward. It is only when the captain of the Iniquitous interrupts his meditation that his thoughts return to the present. Forgive me, my lord, but you wanted to be informed when we had arrived at the Malevolence's position. What is our status? All forces are at combat readiness. The ship is ready for battle. And the malevolence? As combat ready as they can be, with the lack of offensive weaponry, and the damage sustained during the escape. And the Republic? As far as active communications in this system, none. However, we cannot be sure if or when Republic forces will arrive. Deploy a combat air patrol. Have them create a perimeter around the two ships. It's already been done, my lord, but I'm afraid it won't be enough. Not without backup from the Infernal. We could attempt to delay the Republic, but the losses would be... <sighs> catastrophic at best. It may be necessary in order to get the Malevolence's hyperdrive back online. Fighters and pilots we can replace... Starships, on the other hand. We can't afford to lose either the Malevolence or the Iniquitous. Whatever we do, we must be the blocking force for whatever meets us. We'll do what we can, my lord. I just cannot promise. You've yet to fail me, Captain. See that you still don't. Is there anything else you require of me? 
No, my lord. Unless you'd like a secure line open to the malevolence to speak to your subordinate? Yes, please do so, Captain. Then leave us. Understood, my lord. I have Lady Tenkill on the comm for you, if you'll excuse me. Master, I live to serve. Have the prisoners been secured, Tenkil? Force restraints, blast doors have been sealed and encrypted, and I have a small guard on the doors. It's all I can do with the resources available to me. Everything else has been diverted to defensive stations. I have sent for the Infernal and her fleet to join us. However, they may not arrive in time to aid in the defense of your ship. Uh, would it not be wise, then, to scuttle the malevolence and transfer as much equipment and crew to the Iniquitous? In a perfect world, yes. But this is far from perfect. We cannot replace our capital ships as easily as we can people and equipment. Uh, perhaps, then, if we survive this coming engagement, we should consider investing in a droid workforce? Perhaps. For the time being, my young friend, we must focus on the now. As you wish, my master. Forgive the interruptions, my lords. Hyperspace trackers are detecting multiple capital-class starships on an intercept course. Time to intercept, Captain? Fifteen minutes, my lord. Do you have a total number of ships? Negative. We'll have a better idea once they're five minutes out. And the ETA of the Infernal and their fleet? Last contact, we had them approximately thirty minutes to arrival. We're most certainly going to be cutting it very close with the battle in the rendezvous. Hmm. We will be racing against time. Captain, focus all of your efforts on bringing the hyperdrive back online. All of the repairs are secondary. Tankil, you know what to do. Understood, my master. At once, my lord. Through victory, my chains are broken. The force shall free me. May you fight well, my master. Tapping. That's all Aiden can focus on as he watches the dizzying blues and whites of hyperspace flash by as he sits on the bridge of Admiral Carthonassi's flagship, the Sojourn. Carthonassi himself stands at the forwardmost section of the bridge, his index finger raising and lowering as he wishes impatiently that hyperspace travel was faster than it really was. Behind him, the bulk of the Republic's first fleet, a mishmash of ships varying in size and strength, and yet with the most successful track record in Republic history. With a loud sigh, Karth can no longer look out the windows and instead turns his attention to the young man sitting on his bridge. <sighs> Tell me again, kid. Why did I get a call from some random senator in the middle of the night, specifically with orders to divert my fleet from its position at Telos to an area of space just outside the Coruscant system? It's like I told my mother. The Sith have returned, and they've captured my friends, as well as a Jedi artifact. Do you know what kind of artifact? Do you know how many ships I'm going to be going up against? Who exactly are we dealing with? The artifact's called a holocron. I gather it has some kind of immense power and knowledge inside. To answer your last two questions, I have no clue, other than the ship I escaped from. And what can you tell me about that ship? It's half-finished. Nothing remains of their fighter wing after I escaped. 
<laughs> Destroying the hangar kind of does that. It's got a massive interdictor system built into it. The field generators are extremely vulnerable. Oh, but they won't be a problem since <laughs> I destroyed those too. And what makes you think the ship is even still there? Well, before I made the jump to hyperspace, my scanners detected a massive energy drop from the destroyer. I'd say the hyperdrive generator had overloaded when the interdictor generators did. You're absolutely sure about this, kid. That's all I know, other than it was a Sith in charge of the destroyer. There could be more on the way. There may not be. I didn't exactly stick around to find out. We needed help, and I knew where to go. Alright, kid. I just hope you're not wrong. Last thing I want to do is get caught in an ambush. I've been in enough of those to last a lifetime. Ah. Have you been in many battles? <laughs> Too many, kid. I fought in the Mandalorian Wars and against Malak and his people. Then, there are the ongoing skirmishes on several former Republic planets that have declared independence from the Republic or former Sith worlds. It's, it's not looking good these days. I know. It's all my mother talks about. Well, your mother is one of the Senate's top people. Makes sense that she knows these things. That being said, if the Sith have indeed returned in force, it's only a matter of time until they get a foothold with all the turmoil the galaxy is in. Well, considering the ship I escaped from was more or less brand new, if incomplete, I'd say they already have, Admiral Onassi. That may be true. And if it is, we will have to move carefully. Otherwise, we could find ourselves in the middle of another war. All right, people, prepare to exit hyperspace. I want everyone at battle stations and fighters ready for launch. Weber, stay seated there. No need to get in the way. Did the Sith manage to make a ship that huge? A good question. One we don't have time to find answers to. Communications, open a channel to that ship. Attention, Dreadnought. This is the Republic Cruiser Sojourn. You are within Republic space. Identify yourselves immediately or you will be fired upon. Acknowledge. I am Lord Tihar, Dark Lord of the Sith, and this is my associate, Darth Tankiel. I am aboard the Dreadnought Iniquitous. She is aboard the second vessel, the Malevolence. This is Admiral Onassi, commanding the Sojourn and Admiral of the First Republic Fleet. Lord Tehar, your presence here is a violation of Republic space. You are hereby ordered to stand your fighters and ships down. I'm afraid that's quite impossible, Admiral Onassi. You see, I have business here in Republic space, and I will not be denied. You mean the illegal hunting of Jedi artifacts and the kidnapping of Republic citizens? Nothing of the sort, Admiral. I assure you, I have no such prisoners aboard my ship. We know they're aboard your associate's vessel, Lord Tahar, and as it stands, I outgun both of your ships. So, let's not do this song and dance. The terms are simple. Release the hostages. Surrender your vessel. Otherwise, I will have no choice but to disable your ship and attempt a rescue. You 
Republic admirals, you're so predictable. I dare you to try, Admiral Onassi. You'll find that I am a man who comes prepared. Lord Tehar, you're outgunned and outnumbered. Do you really believe you'll survive an engagement with my fleet? Admiral, hyperspace truckers are detecting several unidentified ships on an intercept course. They'll be here in three minutes. As I said, Admiral Onassi, I come prepared. Now, I am willing to exchange the hostages and avoid a battle. But ultimately, it is up to you. A deal? You want to make a deal? As you can undoubtedly see, Darth Tankil's vessel is not capable of combat, but the rest of my fleet is. While you could attempt to rescue, it would be costly on both sides, and I doubt either one of us wants to lose any of our followers. My men are prepared to lay down their lives in the attempt. But it will not be necessary. I will exchange the hostages and their droid for the Jedi Holocron we know you have in your possession. It's that where we start shooting Admiral Onassi. And how do I know the hostages are still alive? Is this proof enough, Admiral? Tankill disappears from the holographic projection for a moment and then returns with Teresa Kai, Somas, and HK-35. With a hideous display of cold indifference, she uses her Force Lightning to bring them all to their knees. Aiden bolts out of his chair in anger, held back only by Karth as he snatches his arm and grips it firmly. Kai! Are you alright? Kai! That wasn't necessary, Darth Tanku. You wish to see them alive, but you never mentioned unharmed. Enough, Tankil. They get the idea. Damn it, Kai! Wake up! Enough of this. Time grows short, Admiral. My fleet will be arriving in moments. Let's see. Shall we dance on the glorious field of combat? Or shall we make our exchanges and be on our way? The choice is yours. Choose now. It seems you give me no choice, Tirhar. Aiden, where is the holocron? You're just going to hand it over? Given the options and the reinforcements that will be here, I'd rather save lives than expend them. All right. If it will get them home. You have a deal, Lord Tirhar. The holocron for the hostages. I'm glad to see that you're seeing reason. I will have my associate bring the hostages to your vessel, and she will take possession of the holocron, and then we'll be on our way. Agreed. We will meet her in our hangar bay. Iniquitous. Out. <sighs> We're just going to let them get away with this? Look me in the eye. I give you my word. We're not done with them. Not by a long shot. The Sith don't go treasure hunting on a whim. As soon as we get your companions back, we'll figure something out. I appreciate that, Admiral. You sound like you've had some experience in this. <laughs> More than I'd like. Come on, let's get to the hangar. The Sojourn's Hangar, 
bustles with activity as pilots scramble to board their fighters, and mechanics make final checks before takeoff. An all-too-familiar sight to Admiral Onassi, but to Aiden this is new. However, his eyes remain locked on their destination, the docked Logan Star. Where aboard lies hidden the holocron that has been sought by the Sith, and where Larian still rests inside the ship's integrated Colto tank. Moving quickly up the ramp, Aiden and Karth enter the Logan Star and make their way to the ship's cargo hold. <sighs> this won't take long, will it? Nope, I've got it right here. Just move these barrels out the way. <sighs> Push the conduit to one side. And I left it under this fella for safekeeping. Thanks, buddy. Here you go. One holocron. You know... It doesn't make sense. What doesn't? Why the Sith would want a holocron there. Containers for knowledge. What knowledge could the Sith be after? Oh, who knows? But that's not really our concern, is it? It doesn't sit well with me. Almost makes me wish we did try and force our way onto their ship. Well, it's too late for that now. Look. Aiden points out the nearby window. And in their view, the shuttle containing Darth Tankill touches down on the Sojourn's landing ramp. Steam hisses from the exhaust ports on the underside of the shuttle as the boarding ramp lowers. As it does, a small security detail begins to march down the ramp. Karth and Aiden quickly turn on their heels and exit the Logan Star, approaching the shuttle, holocron in hand. Republic soldiers immediately surround the shuttle, weapons drawn but not aimed. The Sith troopers do the same as Tankil herself begins walking down the ramp. Welcome aboard the Sojourn. Admiral Onasi, let's skip the pleasantries, as I am sure I am most certainly not welcome. Very well. We have the requested item. Where are the hostages? Bring them out. Slowly, two guards begin ushering Teresa, Kai, and Somas out of the shuttle. HK-35 follows, powered down and on a floating cart. The three look absolutely exhausted and walk with varying degrees of limp. Here they are, as agreed. Aiden, give her the holocron. All right. Very slowly, Aiden steps forward, holocron in hand. He passes the hostages and looks at Tankil directly. Her glowing eyes cause him to freeze in place briefly before he gently places the holocron in her waiting hands. Moments later, Kai and the others simply fall to the deck and are tended to by nearby medics. Kai passes out entirely. While I will not say it has been pleasurable, I will say this has been productive. Thank you, Admiral Onasi. We're extremely grateful. You'll be free to leave the hangar and return to your vessel. Remind your lord that any aggressive moves will be met with equally aggressive action. I certainly shall. Good day, Admiral. All right, clear the disembarkation area, people. Move! Thank you, Admiral. Though foolish it was to give up the holocron. Thank you. Perhaps you could explain why they were so determined to get their hands on that holocron. I'm used to Sith lords and troopers putting up much more of a fight. We're not dealing with your average Sith. That we are not. These Sith, 
have a larger goal than simple petty greed and conquest. Thomas, will Kai be okay? For someone who is so foolhardy, he is extremely resilient. He's just exhausted. Kai will be fine. Don't worry. The medics will take care of him as well as the rest of your group. Speaking of which, your final companion should be ready to leave the Colto tank. Once the medics attend to everyone's wounds, we shall meet in my office and have a much more in-depth conversation. Several hours would pass while the group recovered in the Sojourn's medical bay, and the fleet made its way back to their original holding position near the planet of Telos. Standing outside Admiral Anassi's office, deep within the Sojourn. Hey, how are you holding up? Like I was nearly skewered. Those Colta tanks can only do so much for someone of my species. It's a relief that you survived. Anyone else likely would have been dead. I believe I owe my continued existence to the young lad here. You're welcome. Though, I gotta ask, what's with the voice? Why do you sound so different? It is in a effect of the healing process. Uh, my species undergoes a small genetic change whenever we're exposed to Colto. Sometimes it is minor, uh, like a change in voice. Other times it is drastic and our body's strange in height and weight. Huh, even with everything going on, that's probably the craziest thing I've seen recently. No one has been able to explain it. Not even our leading scientists and doctors. Yeah, but that is the story for another time. You're not wrong. I can sense the impatience in Admiral Onassi through the doors. This re-emergence of the Sith has him in a state of unease. I sense it too. Best we remain completely honest with him. Is Aiden already in there? He is. It seems Aiden has made himself useful to Admiral Anassi. Well, let's not keep him waiting. Thank you for coming. How are you all feeling? Tired. Though we are doing much better than we were. It's good to see you all on your feet again. Especially you, Kai. It's thanks to you we still live, Aiden. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to ask a few questions regarding what has transpired. We shall answer what we can, but don't expect perfect clarity. Who exactly am I dealing with? The Sith we dealt directly with is Darth Tankiel. She was once a young Jedi who followed the teachings of Revan before they returned to the light. Revan had many followers that fell to the dark side somehow... It doesn't surprise me there are still some that are around. And Lord Tirhar? Tirhar? Is alive? That cannot be. You're absolutely certain it was Tirhar. That's how he introduced himself. Admiral, you must not take his presence lightly. Tirhar was... is one of the most cunning Sith we have ever dealt with. It was believed he was dead after Revan was captured. Killed aboard Revan's flagship. It was believed that Tirhar was one of Revan's most trusted followers, privy to all manner of secret plans and weapon designs. Tirhar also seems to have a vast amount of capital. He promised a king's sum to find for completing the task of retrieving the Holy Crown. Great, so I just handed over a holocron to a very dangerous individual. 
If Tankiel is working with Tirar, it is likely her sister Zukiel is as well. Those twins were inseparable, even as Padawans. Together they make a lethal combination. This is wonderful. Twenty years of peace, and the Sith have returned. Again. So, what's our next move then? Our next move? If I recall, you wanted nothing to do with all this. That's right. I believe you wanted to simply go home. Look, I've had a change of heart, okay? Those Sith tortured us. We need to pay them back. Don't be so quick to jump to revenge, kid. That's right. You go down that road, you'll be no better than the Sith. Seems to me you kids are going to need a teacher. Kids? Plural. Unless you plan on going your separate ways, I'd suggest you stick by your friend. The two of you share a bond. Together, you're stronger than you are alone. Therefore, it's only right to train the pair of you. Somis and I will see to your training. I understand training Kai. He's got that connection to the Holocron. But me? I'm nothing special. Escaping the Sith was no easy task, Aiden. You are most certainly assisted by the will of the Force. You have a connection to it, too. It may not be as blatantly apparent like Kai's, but it's there nonetheless. Therefore, training is what you'll also receive. You can't go back to Coruscant, however. If I was Tirhar, that'd be the first place I'd be keeping an eye on. You're right, which is why we're heading for Tython. It's remote, and we used to have an enclave there that has long since been abandoned. It would be the perfect place to train young Kai and Aiden here. Thankfully, Tython isn't too far away from our current location. I can't promise any kind of extended security, but I'll speak to my superiors and see what I can get you. No offense, Admiral, but we'd be better left alone. Any additional presence and we'd start drawing attention to ourselves. Now, alone is most certainly better. Uh, if you don't mind, I would like to remain with you. But why? Certainly you'd like to go about your life and return to your work. No offense, but the line of work I was in, I was growing tired of. As I said before, I was unceremoniously cut down. I am not in the business of killing children. No. I, I think it is time for a change. Besides, I already killed my life. I'll make sure to stick around a little while and make sure he stays breathing. Sounds like a fair deal to me. Won't get any better offers here. Well, I don't exactly approve of your previous company. I don't sense any deception from you, Larian. You'll be welcome with us. Very good. Admiral, we'll head to our ship and prepare it for launch, provided my droid is back online and in one piece. I've had my people working on him. The Sith did a number on him, but he'll be good as new. Thank you, Admiral. Not a problem. I wish you all the best of luck. I'll have my people refuel your ship, and you'll be free to leave at any time. Oh, and Aiden, you best call your mother, then give her the news. She'll want to at least know that you're safe and in good company. You've been listening to Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Resurgence. Episode 3, Questions and Answers, a Typhon Entertainment Group production. 
based upon the movie series Star Wars by George Lucas, which is copyright the Walt Disney Company, starring Chris Van as Kai Aaron, Andrew Latheron as Aiden Weber, Vernon Vincent as Darth Taimu, Heath Martin as Lord Tihar and the narrator, Bonnie Bogovich as Darth Zukiel and Darth Tankiel, Eric Snyder as Salmas, Julia Kennedy as Teresa Vaughn, Holden Levy as Larion, Jeffrey Lincoln as Republic Officer, Tom Antonellis as Captain Hadrian, Captain Barry as Admiral Carthonassi and HK-35. The episode was written and directed by Jeffrey Lincoln. Music is from the Star Wars movie series and Knights of the Old Republic video game series. Based on themes by John Williams and Jeremy Soule. Original soundtrack provided by Adam Mullen. Sound effects drawn from the Star Wars films, StarWars.com, and various other sources. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Resurgence is a non-profit fan production created for the enjoyment of the fans. All rights to Star Wars, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, or any other copyrighted works heard within this work are copyright to their original creators. No infringing claims are intended.